Hey guys, welcome to today's broadcast, and I've got two of my favorite ladies uh. here. It's going to be such a good day. <laughs> We're really excited to have you, and apparently when Serena's on the broadcast, I just start talking like Serena. Yes. It's going to be such a good day. <laughs> but here's why it's going to be a good day. Serena, tell them what is on for today. Yes. So first we have our family time, and then we are going to go into our international food challenge, challenge <laughs> drink version. So we're going to have all liquids, so that'll be great. And then we will jump into the price is right, right. <laughs> uh, then we will head on over to confessions with Barrett, and then we will dive into what's the word. Such a good day. We're really excited that you're here with us. And truthfully, whenever I'm around Serena now, like I just start talking like her. That's, With us. Like, that's called impact. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. But as you're hopping on right now, make sure that you go ahead and comment. Tell us who you are, where you're watching from. So that way we can say hello to you. Kevin is on and he says, good morning. Kevin. Julie says hello from camp. Make sure that you also share the broadcast because today we're going to be hopping into some stuff that's really exciting, good stuff. And yeah. I'm just excited you both are here. I am Me excited. Too. I'm very excited. I just swallowed. I'm sorry if you heard that. Marky Swallow is really, really loud. Like, we've talked about this on Truth Talk a bit. Yeah. But I think on here, too, we've talked about it. Probably, because so. it's it's a strong swallow. It's notable. It, it really is. Like, her, her swallow enters the room. I really try. <laughs> like, I practice swallowing quieter, and I don't, it doesn't work. I don't mm -hmm. know how to do it, so... Mm -hmm. Are you a loud swallower or a quiet swallower? Like, here, here's a good question. This isn't one of our questions for today, but it is now. <laughs> if you're in an office full of people and you start eating lunch, do people hear you eat? Marky and I share an office with two to three other people. It really just depends on who all is there that day. And it's, it's interesting how much chewing and how much <laughs> swallowing you can hear in a room that's like 20 by 20. <laughs> yeah, I'm really loud. I apologize anytime I bring celery, I forget, and then I remember in the throw of biting it for the first time. I'm like, wow, yeah. I'm so sorry. Celery, carrots. Yeah, for sure. I have a very noisy stomach while I'm eating. I feel like what? it gets all gurgly while, while I'm eating. <laughs> yes, it's very <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> and it gets to work fast. It does. It really does. Now I want to be around you when you eat and like sit directly beside yes. you so I can hear the vroom, sure. vroom, It's probably just happy sounds. I think it is. My, my stomach is happy. <laughs> Kevin, said, Kevin said it's the lip smacking that bothers me mostly. <laughs> he, he, he just threw his phone and walked away. <laughs> so I think one of the things for me, like listening to other people eat, because George is a very fast eater, and in order to be a very fast eater, he takes very big bites, and so it's the very intense swallows, like when you're oh. swallowing a load of food, and it's like the, the gulps. Like, mm -mm. Mm -mm. Not, not my most favorite. But as you know, right now, it's, it's chatting time because we are on family chat. We want to talk with y'all. So let's dive into today's first official question. Miss Randy. Hi, Miss Randy. Hi, Mom. We love you. She probably loves you more than I do. Just different, but I, I love you. Okay, question number one. You have an unlimited supply of anything for the rest of your life. What do you choose? 
these questions have all been submitted to us by the one and only Serena Crabtree. Yay. Really? So all questions this week are coming to us from Serena. What so, did it say on the bottom? Examples such oh. as sushi or scotch tape. or. So you could have an unlimited supply of anything for the rest of your life. What do you choose? Hey, Miss Debbie. Kevin says hugs. Aw. That's nice. William says unlimited time. That's that's smart. That is smart. You'd think that I would have thought through this question <laughs> since I submitted it, but I did not think through this question. Like, I, I have a, a myriad of things in my brain. Like, I want to go, there's part of me that wants to go down, like, the spiritual route of, I want unlimited wisdom. <laughs> but I, I have those things already through Jesus. So... Unlimited sushi would be really cool. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Whipped cream, my mom says. That is a great one. Deb says chocolate chip cookies. Johnny says pizza. We didn't even bring food in yeah. yet, guys, and you're, you're already there. You're my people. Would you say hmm. snacks? I would probably <laughs> say makeup. That's, that's, that's really true. Hi. I don't know you, but hi, Miss Brittany. Hi. Hi, I love you. <laughs> I'd probably say makeup because makeup can get expensive and it's nice to have it and it doesn't last long. Like you have to keep mm. buying it over and over and this over. This is again. true. That is a good This is true. EO says crab legs and sweet tea. <gasps> crab legs. Together? I would agree. Your mom says that she wants your amazing back rubs. Yes. That's cute. <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> Brittany says hi, heart. Brittany's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from Maine. You're from Maine? I'm from Aww. Maine. Where are you from in Maine? I'm from the county. Where She's are you from? Cali. The county. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Cool. You can answer. Thanks for, thanks for jumping the gun. Cool. <laughs> um, Deb says that Rachel's answer is channeling her brother, William. Uh, Debbie says gluten-free mm. flour. So hard to find sometimes. All right. I, yeah, I can respect that. If we're just answering the, in the food realm, I want an unlimited supply of lobster. I would agree. Hey, yeah. Tyler. Hi, He's Tyler. from college. Oh, that's cool. I do enjoy that all of these are revolving around food. That yeah. makes me happy. Except for mine. I'm just Except being real. You're <laughs> just being real, though. Like, that's your real answer. That's <laughs> <laughs> my real answer. <laughs> Sorry. You guys are our people. Like, this is why we're fam right now. Okay, question number two. Uh, with my mama. What breed of dog would you be? <laughs> That's a good one. Again, these are all Serena's. Yeah. And I, I immediately thought of the Parks and Rec episode where they okay. all sit around like figuring out which yes. dog they would be. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I even need to answer this. Someone's going to say I'm like a miniature poodle or something. <laughs> That's... Huh. I hadn't thought about Marky. That's interesting. I immediately went to Marky's not a dog, she's a cat. She's like Donna. <laughs> I would be, I'm the dog that is the most like a cat. That's true. That's like a poodle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's whichever. True. I like poodles. I like the, the little ones that like let you cuddle them. Mm -mm. No. Mm. Um, Johnny says a lab. Rachel says, I don't even know. Kevin said he would be a Newfoundland. That's I right. like Newfoundland I didn't know dogs. that was a place. I mean, a dog. I just thought that was a place. A place. They're yeah. ginormous dogs. They're huge. They're huge. So many types of dogs. They're bigger than St. Bernard's. Ah. Oh, They're yeah. huge. No, no. no. Miss Randy says golden, golden retriever. retriever. That's actually what I was thinking for myself. That's a classic. Oh, I can see that. That's a nice one. Oh. Yeah. You and Buddy seem like you'd have a golden retriever. And yeah. a hedgehog. And a hedgehog. Uh, Hannah says a Samoyed? I don't know S that. Samoyed? Samoyed. I don't know what that is. Um, fluffy. A fluffy dog. Tyler says a German Shepherd. All right. I, I don't know. I really like dogs. 
And I would be a mix of a dog that really likes adventure, but also just wants to stay at home and cuddle all the time. Um, not everybody, just, just George. So I don't know. Oh, Brittany says you would definitely be a mini poodle. Oh, or a Siamese cat, which is like... <laughs> you know, I don't think of the great, greatest things when I think of Siamese cats. Most people don't. Most people don't. I had a Siamese cat that was a saint, but most people don't. Yeah. I don't know. Golden Retriever again. Mm -hmm. nice I don't know choice. what kind I'd be. I feel like if America uh, had to pick one dog that was the best, I feel like it would be Golden Retriever. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Do you it guys is agree? Like, the like dog. if you had to pick one dog that is the classic family dog, I would, think, wouldn't it be Golden Retriever? I feel like Lassie though is a very classic Lassie. dog. Not as many people have. I'd that be Lassie. Dog, I feel like. All right, yeah, or, or like That's a lab, <laughs> a Janet, it's Janet, yeah, she knows her name, yeah, <laughs> that was my Siamese cat growing up, Janet. Marky is just having her own conversation <laughs> with Miss Brittany, so, sorry. we're sorry. here for you, Serena and I are here for you, I'm here for everybody, <laughs> okay, next, Blue Healer. what is your favorite time of day and why? Hmm. I, I'm an afternoon person. I okay. prefer the afternoon. I am very productive in the afternoon. I, I feel like I peak at like two o'clock, like two, three, four, five. That's a happy time of okay. working for me. I like the mornings, but I think I'm an afternoon person. Yeah. Yeah. I like watching the sunrise, mm -hmm. but I'm an Amazing. afternooner. What are you? What I are you guys? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. What are you guys? Morning, afternoon, evening. Miss Randy says dusk, quiet and peaceful. My mom is in oh, more of a night owl. She gets her energy true. then. Kevin says sundown is the best. Yes. Eo says afternoon, evening, three okay. to six. Eo's my girl. We I agree. Night owls. Sunset. Nighters. Deb says sunset. Um, yes. Hannah says early, early evening. <laughs> yes. Wow. Debbie says 6 a.m. when I head out for my walk in time oh, with God. That's awesome. Brittany says nap time. My kids are sleeping and I can hang with Jesus. Absolutely. Johnny says dawn right before the sun comes up because it is quiet and peaceful. Mm -hmm. I, okay, so since we've started doing 6 a.m. prayer here at the church, I do have an appreciation for dawn. Um, like it, one of my favorite parts of the day is watching the sun come up because it's always mm -hmm. different colors and it looks really, really cool. Um, and I like having that time with the Lord, but I, I get me over the hump of the morning and I'm, I'm great to go. See, I love the morning from like 6 a.m. If I have a totally free morning from 6 a.m. until 11, I can get so much done in that time. I am definitely a morning person. Okay. Mm -hmm. What were you? Did you give your answer? Or the, are you just like excited? sunset, sunset, like golden hour into sunset. Like that's nice. Uh, I, I like to be outside at that point. You'll often find me outside or at least driving and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie says evening quiet time. Did we have one more? We may have. We can squeeze in yes. one more. We have one more. Bum, 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 bum. You can have any fictional character as an imaginary friend. Who do you choose? You know who it's not? SpongeBob. Yes, that's not exactly SpongeBob. what I thought. That's not SpongeBob. <laughs> Buddy, Buddy may pick SpongeBob, but it's no, no. Buddy quotes SpongeBob a lot. I know. If there's a quote I don't know, I'm always assume it's SpongeBob. <laughs> but it's not SpongeBob. Okay, a fictional character I can have for my for my imaginary friend. Nancy, Nancy Drew, Rachel, that's Ooh. a great answer. 
I am going to pick Jack Bauer. That would be pretty good. I guess the, I, well, I guess that comes up to, can my imaginary friend do visible things? Like, if he's imaginary to everybody else, can he, they do visible things? Because if Jack Bauer was my imaginary friend, I'd expect him to protect me forever. Yeah. And if he can't protect me, then I feel like it's having a tool that I can never actually that utilize. That is true. You have the imaginary knowledge, but not friend. the... I, I didn't, my brain didn't register that word. Deb. I just best friend. Loki. Deb. Oh, no. Come on, Deb. Johnny says Batman. <gasps> Pastor Nicole! Oh, we love you. Uh, Pastor Nicole, which fictional character would you want as your imaginary friend? Um, I'm trying to think of a fictional character. I feel like Phineas and Ferb have a lot of fun, and they would be really fun to be friends with. Uh, Julie Buck said, my friend said Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Aw, that's a cool one. Yeah. Flipper. Flipper? Isn't that's that, cool. Isn't that uh, a dolphin? Yep, a dolphin. I was yep. going to say dinosaur, but that's not the right word. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant dolphin, but the word dinosaur is coming out. <laughs> you know, I had an imaginary dinosaur when I was growing up. Like, that was my imaginary friend. I never was had an imaginary, imaginary friend. I wasn't that artistic. I definitely did, and it was a triceratops. That's so cool. I'd pick the triceratops from The Land Before Time, Aww. just because I don't. I can't think of another one right did now. Did you guys watch The Land Before Time? <gasps> Debbie, I did. Debbie, that's a great answer. Peppy Longstocking? Long I was the one with the braids? Yes. But they stuck out. She was, was she the one that was like from Switzerland, or is that Heidi or something? That's Heidi. That's Heidi. Oh, okay. um, Peppy Longstocking was mischievous. mischievous. Yes, mischievous. she was. Mischievous. Okay. Well, you guys are going to have to tell us if you have any more imaginary friends. Kevin says, Sarah the Three Horn. Yay! Pastor Nicole says, this takes so much thought. I want to say Leroy, Jethro Gibbs, or Jack Bauer. Hey. But neither are saved, so they won't sharpen me spiritually. However, I could truly kick some tail. Um, Julie says, the genie from Aladdin. Um, Jade, I love Hi, you. Hi, Jade. We love you. Yeah, we're going to have to think about this more. I didn't have an answer prepared, and I probably should have had one, because there's so many options going. <laughs> but right now, it is time for our very first segment. Thank you so much for joining us during Family Chat. Go ahead and share the broadcast right now because it's going to be a great day. Stick around. We're coming back in just a couple seconds, and we'll see you then. Ben. Tight. Welcome back. How are you guys doing? Hope you're having a good day. This is the International Food Challenge. I am your host, William. Nice, nice sunglasses. Oh wow, Thank look you. at those. Thank you, the lights. It's, uh, 
I'm just picking. Wow. Anyways, today I have a plethora of drinks that we are going to have these lovely people try, and we're going to see if they can guess where they're from. Uh, we have three that are from countries, one from a franchise. I'm going to see if they can get it. I don't know if they can. Okay. Mm, we're going right. to see, though. Could we I'm get ready. our first drink, please? I'm trying to think of all of the random countries that he might choose to get a drink this from. This looks that we like haven't been uh, that we have Ooh, not. It's this warm. looks it like is very um, warm. what is it called? Not apple, apple cider. cider. Apple cider. Yeah, apple cider. All I can think of is apple cider vinegar. It's mm. apple, it looks like apple cider. It looks lovely. It looks like and it's hot like apple cider. Ooh, it's got a spicy note to it. I think it's apple cider. It does smell like apple cider a Can little I drink bit. It? Go ahead. I, I, Take I, your sips. Is there cloves? I smell cloves. Like there small. could be. There could be cloves. There could be cinnamon. There could be multiple other ingredients that I'm not going to divulge. It that is a really nice tea. Mm. Ooh, I love that. Like Kevin's it. getting somewhere. He thinks it's a tea. It does hmm. taste kind of like an echinacea tea or something you would drink when like you're not feeling so good. Mm. Mm. What is echinacea? It's a, that's like a, a medicine great question. Tea. I think. Herbal tea. Better than Theraflu. <laughs> Kevin. That tastes really good, though. Well, thank you. So, uh, can we know an ingredient in here? An ingredient. Yes. Mm. The, mm. There's cloves in I'll there. I'll give you cloves and cinnamon. Yes. Cloves and cloves cinnamon. Cloves and cinnamon. Mm -hmm. Ladies and folks, you know what? Put it well, in the comments. There's some oranges, orange in there, too. Is really? there not some citrusy? Oh. Some citrusy? <gasps> I don't know if you guys heard Barrett, but she Christmas thinks it's tree? Christmas tea. Is it Christmas tree? What do you guys think good. it is? What do you guys think? Comment, mm. comment what you think it is. Because I feel like it's apple cider, but... It is quite tea-ish, but tea? it is not Christmas tea. Is Could it apple cider? I don't think so. I don't get any apple out of it. Is it? So I learned today that Kevin loves this sound. <laughs> this is the perfect, the perfect segment perfect. for him to be on. It's perfect. Like I'm fogging up my glasses. So, um... That was lovely. Hey, did I tell you how hot this is? <laughs> Would you like to feel it? <laughs> okay, it's not apple cider. Uh, it's is not it, apple is cider. it orange it's not cider? Tea. All right, let's get a guess. Orange now. cider. Marky, orange cider. Marky's going for orange cider. Kevin? Um, I don't know what orange cider is, but I'm going to go with like a, an orange tea. Orange tea. Yeah. All right, Kevin's orange tea. Uh, I'm going to go with like a mandarin tea. Mandarin tea. Okay, so Russian we have orange tea. cider, orange tea, and mandarin tea. Mm-hmm. Well, sadly, none of you got it right. This is, in fact, Russian tea. Who said that? Wow. Barrett! Pass me the call. Russian Good tea, job. she's got it. She what? knows me. I've never tea. heard of Russian tea. She knows me in my soul. What like is Russians. Russian tea? Dad made this for a Christmas present. She did. Dad fact. had made this for a Christmas present. Oh, that's wow. good. So I this like is that. cinnamon, cloves, tang. Um, tang, is that the orange? Yes, that is the orange. And... Ooh, the other the other ingredients are leaving me. I'll have what to give you guys a recipe if you want. Between tang, really? what is yep. tang? Tang is like NASA orange juice. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's NASA orange juice. That's about as that's about that's about the best description I've ever heard. Didn't didn't NASA didn't they produce it? Wasn't it? I uh, think they it did. Started with them. And if you guys know if NASA made tang, tell me because I don't know. What do we have next? All right, let's yeah, see yeah, what yeah. we have next. I don't want to give this up I though. <laughs> can we keep these? Just for keep it right there. Just keep them. You can sip. Praise God. Now this, Ooh, this is exciting. This could either be nothing like it looks like it is, or it could be exactly <laughs> what you. it looks like it is. Certainly. This looks like dirty water. It looks like lemon juice. You can Way to see insult some of my the... work, Marky. <laughs> just being honest. You it can looks... see some pulp in it. it I'm looks see, yeah, like... I'm seeing some, some sedimentation. There's some pulp. I see pulp. 
There's pulp. It looks thick, oddly. It the doesn't pulp really have an aroma. No aroma. I, I do smell something citrusy. You do? Citrus. Oh, it smells good. That's okay, good, I'm gonna drink well, it. Yeah, with the pulp, so we have to. Good, so what? What diet. is the? What is the goal here? We have to um, guess what country it's from. Yes, you have to guess the country. You have to guess the country. And we have to guess the drink too. You could well, you could either go drink or country. I'm more inclined towards country because that's a little bit easier than guessing a specific drink. But if you guys want to go for it, tell us in the comments. <gasps> I like it's, it. It's not. It's tropical. I'm going to guess awful. a tropical country. Okay. Could be. Mm, Depends on where you define design. tropics as. It tastes stronger than it looks. Ah, uh, NASA did make tang. Thanks, mom. God bless it, you. It it has does it have orange in it. There's a little bit, a little bit or of orange. Or is it a tang? There's there is no tang. This is genuine orange uh, provided by Madame Barrett. Oh, so there's wow. orange in it? I'm going to guess Brazil. Okay, Brazil for Serena. Yes. Senor Kevin? That's a good one. Mm, that's a toughie. Um, I'm going to stay in the Caribbean, though. Um, St. Thomas. St. Thomas, okay. Ooh. Mark, he's That's been to St. Thomas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does it remind you of your time in St. Thomas? Yes, very much. Ah, yes. <laughs> um, I'm. I don't. Someone guessed Canada. I'm going to go with Canada too. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's Canada. So, <laughs> I'm just going to go with that. I'm going to give you guys Definitely a little bit trouble. of a hint because okay. none of you are even in the right hemisphere. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Okay, wait a second. She's in the southern hemisphere. We're in the northern hemisphere. So how we neither of us in the right hemisphere? Eastern and western. Ah, this is this is an old world drink. This is not new world. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a cryptic hint. 400 years in slavery is a heck of a thing. Or Egyptian. Ew. This is an Egyptian drink? Kevin says Egypt. Serena? I would guess the Egypt, too, with that. Egypt. Marky? Sure. Egypt? <laughs> yeah, that hint kind of gave it away. It is Egyptian. Right. This is Egyptian-style lemonade. It didn't this give it away for me. It's been around for millennia. Very cool. Wow, that honest, is so cool. I'm drinking an Egyptian drink. <laughs> to be completely honest with you, they probably had this while um, the Israelites were in slavery. This was like a favorite <gasps> of Pharaoh. What is it? What is it? So it's it's orange and what? So what you do is you and take a little bit of frog. Some of the so all kinds of frog had to do something joke. with it. Good point. So the way you make this is you take a big pot of water, okay. uh, quarter two lemons, boil that, bring it down to a simmer, leave it there for 20 minutes, add a little bit of uh, orange blossom water. What wow. is orange blossom water? Orange blossom water is the blossom of an orange made into what? a tea, and you put that in there. That's cool. I didn't hair. make orange blossom tea. <laughs> I used orange juice, but it's a good substitute. Wow, this is really good, though. <laughs> I like that. Very nice. Very light. All right, what are we summary. got next? <laughs> this one looks weird, guys. This oh, one is this. quite weird. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> have the consistency of gravy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh my. It smells really you good. You know, I used to say, think of gravy as a beverage, but I don't think so anymore. Uh, okay. No, uh, it smells good. Oh, it smells good. It smells good. Yuck. Get the, like, get the scent. Nice. The what scent's a whole lot better than the texture. It smells like apple pie. <laughs> it does. Yes. No, 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 no. no. Mm -mm. no like not so much. Mm -mm. Is it the texture? Yep. I feel like it's the texture. Yep. It's the texture, folks. <gasps> Is it? Apple in that? Yeah, there's some. There's apple and cinnamon. Th there is no apple, in fact. Is there a Hush fruit? your mouth. What? There is no apple. There's no applesauce in here? No apple. There nope. is. This is definitely a, a roller fruit coaster. In there. It's not apple, though. It's, it's a fruit. <laughs> it's a fruit. It is a fruit. It's a fruit, a little bit of spice. Pear? Ooh, that's mm, a good not guess. Pear. Not pear? Not pear. Pineapple. What do you, what do you guys think it is? Drop mm. in the comments. What do you think this is made of? You this need a spoon, really, though. 
This this one got a little thick. I like it. Is it supposed to be this thick? It got a mite bit thick. Actually, it is. It's um, like a smoothie. It may have congealed a little bit. It's meant to be served <gasps> either Don't hot. Don't say that word it's while I'm eating it. Barrett loves it, by the way. It could be served hot to my mustache. <laughs> Where this is served, it's either hot or cold, so it may have congealed a bit while we chilled it. It's a whole lot better chilled, though. Trust it's me. It's good. I'm, okay, can you give us a hint as to the country? Give us a hint. To be completely honest with you, I barely know anything about this country. Okay. South America, if I'm not mistaken? I'm going to guess Colombia. Colombia, okay. Colombia for Serena. Ecuador. Ecuador for Kevin. Marky? Venezuela. Venezuela. Hmm. Did Final not answers? Yes. yes. Final answers. Kevin is correct. This is Ecuador. Well done. I didn't think any of you guys no. would have gotten this, but Ecuador, hey. What in the world yeah, is this? This is an entire pineapple cut into circles, boiled with cinnamon, simmered for 20 minutes, taken off, and chilled. Wow. wow. I would not have guessed pineapple. That was just, I did guess it as, as a random fruit. But I did not taste I, that. It doesn't I didn't taste either. Like pineapple. But it now, still that, now like that you apple. say it, I actually yeah. I'm get it now. Pineapple and cinnamon. It's do we all taste like apple? Do we have a bonus drink? We do have a bonus <gasps> drink, in fact. A bonus drink. Bonus drink. Fun fact: I just gave the, all the crew that last drink, and Rachel gagged as she was drinking it. <laughs> gag. Look at that. Is that not pretty? This is gag. like a star. Did I just say pretty on TV? Thank you very much. This is crystal. That's me one. I'm what, is oh what is that? What is that? Is that pulp? Because there's stuff floating in it. What there's a little it? bit of pulp in there. It's okay though. It smells spicy. Spicy? It doesn't look spicy. It does. It what has do you a... guys think that this is? <laughs> Out of the. Oh my world. gosh! It smells spicy. Like that. What? That is neat. What? This is this one's my favorite. I like this. Okay, it's time. It's time, guys. It's time to drink it. Go for it, Marky. Take your sip. It's effervescent. Yes, quite. Effervescent. What's happening? It's a very subtle taste. It tastes like tea. I'm trying to tea? come up with mm -hmm. good words. Okay, so just, just before we get too far into this, this one is not a country. This one is a franchise. What do you mean? Not know. a country is a franchise. This is from a movie slash TV franchise. Star Wars! Ooh. Star Wars! Is it from Star Wars? That's my guess. That might not want to be your final answer. Okay. <laughs> Star just, Trek. Just being honest. <laughs> just being honest. It's Serena, you're leading me astray. I'm going to get Star Trek then. <gasps> there are little bubbles on the bottom. I'll tell you what I made this with in a minute. I you're going to be surprised. Them. Oh, that's cute. They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes very good. Um, and it's from a... Intergalactic, know, out Intergalactic. of this world. <laughs> this, this drink is out of this world. That's a good point. Is right. it Star Trek? Do they drink on that? Serena thinks Star Trek. Yep, Marky thinks saying. Star Trek. Kevin? You got me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a franchise is when it it's comes from to a movie. It's, it's, from, it's from a movie. It's from I'll give a you, movie. I'll give you a movie. Okay. Okay. It's from a movie. Well, guys, guys, comment what movie yes. you think this is. Do you know? Ooh. Can you comment and help Ooh. us? Marvel. Stargate. Johnny, Johnny says Marvel. We got Stargate as what well. What is Stargate? That's interesting. You've never seen Stargate? No, I don't know. Ah. I don't know Raiders what of the is. Lost Ark. All right. <laughs> what, what's, what's it from? All right. Kevin, do you have a guess? Uh, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Okay. Star Trek is, in fact, correct. 
This is you. That was my second name. This is Romulan Ale. Romulan Ale. Yep. What is wow. it? This is made it's by... It's non-alcoholic. It is non-alcoholic. Completely non-alcoholic. I made sure of it. Yeah, the Romulans, like, they're yeah. like ginger yeah, the ale. And, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank well, you. How do you make yes. it? Mm. So, making it, mm -hmm. you take half an ounce of lime juice or lemon juice. Okay. I used a little bit of the lemonade, so. Mm -hmm. Do that. Add an ounce of butterfly pea blossom tea. These aren't real ingredients. They don't exist. They're completely real ingredients. You can order it for $5 off of Amazon. Be there in two days. Good shipping. Do we have a tiny cup of that? Did I, did I prepare that? I should have. Um, uh, the way the butterfly pea blossom tea comes out, it is like dark blue. And mm. it will stain most things. But yeah. you mix it with a little bit of a citrus, and the acid of the citrus turns it purple. Which is, which is interesting oh, to watch. That's cool. So you add an ounce of butterfly pea blossom tea, an mm -hmm. ounce of ginger syrup, which is made by cutting up oh, a massive piece of ginger. Oh, I can taste the ginger. ginger. That's, that's the spice. That's a very yep. prominent, is okay. it? and this is the ginger. Big piece of ginger, cut it up into a pot, steep it for a while. Uh. Um, uh, put it over ice, shake it, uh, pour it in about quarter of a way up, mm -hmm. add seltzer. That's about it. All right, wow. that's okay. it's bubbly. The pastors need to try this because they love ginger ale. And also, Pastor Nicole loves purple, so Pastor Nicole needs to try this. Mm. That is true. This is very nice. Well, thank you. Yes, thank you very mine. much. That was very elaborate yes, and quite. much beyond my capabilities. <laughs> very good. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you for joining us for International Drinks today, and stick around for our next session. What's up, everyone? Welcome to The Price is Right. Yes. Right. Welcome to I the... I really enjoyed that. Right? I, I was really proud of that. The Price is Right. See, wow, wow, wow. The, the reason why <laughs> I'm emphasizing that is because I want to make sure there's no copyright infringement issues with so this segment. We, we just made a logo that was really, really similar. <laughs> I, I might have just taken their logo and just kind of blocked out yeah, the right. That's probably word. worse than but, you know. the other reason. <laughs> the other reason this is called Price is Right is because Price is No Wiki just sounds really stupid. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally true. All right, so here's how this segment works. All right, we're going to put uh, an image on the screen, uh, and it's going to be a random item. Okay. You probably, it's going to be, I mean, when I say random, it, it's <laughs> going to be random. It's going to be random. We're going to put those items on the screen, and one of you are going to have to guess how much you think that item costs. All right? And then the other person for that round will have to guess whether they think it's higher or lower. Okay. Than the price that the other person guessed. Lunch. All right. Okay, Lunch. and everybody on Lunch Plus finally, finally gets to see me put a whooping on a right family member. <laughs> oh. If you, if you win, we'll change the segment to The Price is No Wiki. No Wiki. <laughs> if you win. You oh, own yeah. the right. You and own everybody the will right. watch then. Huh? <laughs> and everybody will watch then. Oh, yeah. Will Everyone you, will be like, what the heck does this mean? Do you give us like $500 if we get the price dead on? Like, um. I mean, if it comes out of the, <laughs> the What's Right budget, <laughs> sure, why not, why not? But guys, we want you to play along in the comments as well. Yes. So whenever this first uh, image comes up, we want you to guess in the comments how much you think it's worth, worth as well. You know, we want your interaction for this, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Are you making fun of me? 
I'm, I'm helping. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right, so... And people can put in the comments that I'm going to win now, right? Oh, yeah. sure, yeah. They put should it. choose, like, who do you think is going to win? Right. Yeah, and, I, and I'm already... I mean, Kevin, I'm already, Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> I'm already picturing all the Pastor Brian's going to win comments coming. I'm so sorry, oh. Kevin. I'm sorry, but I don't think I've ever seen Pastor Brian lose a game in my life. I've, so, I've, I've lost. I've lost. It's, yeah. it's happened. It has You've happened. heard it here today. It's happened. All right. Abby was like, once. Um, all right, so I'm going to I'm gonna have Pastor Brian go first. Oh, boy. All right, because I feel like you have a, a better edge, you know, starting off guessing higher or lower, right? You kind of have a 50-50 chance. I, I, well, 50-50 so. Pretty darn good against Pastor Brian, That's so true. I'll take it. <laughs> so I'm going to have Pastor Brian guess first. So let, let's see our first item of today's Price is Right. What do we got? We have a gold and diamond toilet. All right, I'm telling you, this toilet is solid gold. The seat is, is, lays, is layered with 40,000 diamonds on it. So, like, this is 40,000 40, diamonds. 40, diamonds on the toilet seat. Do you have any idea of the clarity of the diamonds? <laughs> I, I do <laughs> the not. The seas of diamonds? Because the yeah, color, I, the clarity, clarity cut, the cut, and, and the I'm sorry, commode. Yeah. I, I don't, the commode. I don't, I don't have the, the four seas of every and the individual fifth diamond. Seas commode. <laughs> and the fifth seas commode. <laughs> Amen. Hey, man. So how much wow. do you think how this much do y'all think that toilet's worth? Oh yeah, put it in the comments. How much do you think this very, very, Man. very expensive toilet costs? Okay, so I'm clear. You said a solid gold commode. Yes, sir. With a diamond encrusted toilet seat. Yes, sir. How is somebody not going to cut their bum on that toilet seat? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a layer, like of maybe epoxy over the diamonds, just so wow. that it's not stabbing you. But <sighs> it could be like a you know the nail bed where. You know, it doesn't hurt you because there's so many of them. Oh I have no God. idea. I'm glad we're talking because I'm trying to do math in my head you're at the moment. To... So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're running out of time. you got five okay, seconds. Okay, I'm just going to throw a figure out there. Just I'm going to say it is $25 million. $25 million. Kevin? I had already set, made my mind up. That whatever he said, I was going to go over. But I didn't think he was going to say $25 million. <laughs> Oh, my word. That's why Pastor Brian is so tough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like he's in my mind. All right, $25 million. I'm going lower. Lower. All right. Well, let's see. How much does this gold and diamond toilet cost? $1 billion. No, wait. No, that's... Is that million? No, $1.2 million. $1.2 million. So I guess they're not very clear. <laughs> the clarity's probably not as high. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's used. <laughs> that, that's also awesome. guarantee if I'm paying that much, that sucker's getting used. <laughs> it is not going to sit there and look pretty. No. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine having a plumber come in? Yeah. All right, wow. so. You'd have to watch your plumber to make sure he's not shaving some off. That's true, that's true. Wait, so you guessed lower. So, Kevin, you're, you got a point. Good job, Kevin. All right, the right. game's over. I win. <laughs> the game's over. We're out of time. That's it for All right, let's swap it up. All right, now you're going to be guessing the price, and you're going to be guessing the higher or lower. All right? Deal. All right, what is our second item of the day? We have leather dog armor. Armor. 
Leather dog armor. Hey guys, put in the comments how much you think leather dog armor costs. This this is for your you know your medieval uh, pup. You the know. medieval pooch. Yeah, if you ever want to take your dog, you know, to a to a Renaissance fair, and you want to get them leather dog armor, how much do you think it would cost? Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> leather dog. Armor. I have a friend who goes to these Renaissance fairs. He is wow. really into it. In fact, he is a pastor from Vermont. Hello, Pastor Joe. How are you? I hope you're watching. I'm gonna make sure you're watching. Does he Hallelujah. take his dog to the Renaissance fairs and buy him leather mm -hmm. armor? It, uh, I, I'm not sure, but I'll have to get with him on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> leather. Leather dog, dog armor. armor. Yes, it's not not just chainmail. Mm -hmm. This is leather dog armor. Remember when I said these are random items? I wasn't kidding. I can <laughs> so. truthfully say that product has never entered my brain before. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not going to be the first one on this no. list. Put, well. on, put on the full armor of dog? Wow. Ah, well. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin, what do you think? All right. I'm going with, it's all leather, it's for a dog, dog people are funny, they spend a lot of money. I'm going <laughs> with $2,500.50. Oh my good night. And $2,500.50. I like the specific. I'm going lower. You're going lower? Oh yeah. wow, there's no hesitation in that. All right. <laughs> all right, put in the comments whether you think it's higher or lower than $2,500.50. Yes. All right, how much is leather dog armor? It is $150. That is significantly lower. Wow. <laughs> significantly lower. That's like less than 10% of what you guess. Lim you know, that is legitimately like you know, $2,350 lower than what you said. However, mine it's was... It's $2,340, thank you. Yeah, but mine was only, you know, $24 million lower. <laughs> so you're doing better than me. That's true. <laughs> I was only $24 million off. But clearly, clearly this, this doggy armor was yeah. for a dachshund and not a real dog. Yeah. That's true, that's true. It was, yeah. Otherwise, it would have been $2,500 It wasn't for a Rottweiler. technology. All right, so if, if I'm not mistaken, each of you have a point, right? Yes. We do, yeah. Wow, it's tied. Kevin, you're doing pretty well. Yeah. All right, what is our <laughs> third... <laughs> what is our third item for the day? Third item. We have a mammoth meat fragment. Actual mammoth meat. A fragment of actual mammoth meat fragment. Do you have a weight on said fragment? All right, by fragment, I looked, it's like the size of a, so you got, what, how it will come is it will come um, in a, like a, like a little playing card type size, but um, the fragment is only about that big. So it's a small fragment because, you know, it's mammoth meat. It's a mite mammoth meat. A mite mammoth meat fragment. <laughs> Can I eat it? If wow. you were weird. <laughs> And you want to eat like... But that's not in question at all. Like several thousand... What a coincidence. I am weird. <laughs> I mean, if you want to eat seven, several thousand-year-old meat. Mammoth might mash up Monday. All right. Um, I will say, like, so you, you did about it's, a cent. Like, it's, it's that it's, thick? It's a, no, 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 no. It's a fragment. It's, it's like probably a postage thin. stamp. Okay. Small it's not that. like a mammoth ribeye. I'd say it's about... It would take up maybe... So it's like a postage stamp. A quarter of a postage stamp. Oh, it's wow. It's a fragment. It is a fragment. 
Mm. Wow. It comes from the mini Can museum. we see the picture again? Can they place the picture back up? The there? mammoth meat is not mammoth. Ah, uh, wow. He wants to see the picture. Wow, again. wow, wow. Ah, uh, okay, a fragment. Mm -hmm. emphasis, so it'd be a fragment. Emphasis on the fragment. Emphasis on the fragment. I'm going to say $2,500.50. Is, is that your actual guess? That's my actual guess. All right, do you think it's higher or lower, Kevin? I mean, you just can't find mammoth meat everywhere. I'm That's coming true. in lower than $2,500.50. Wow. wow. Lower than $2,500. Lower. All right. Well, how much does a fragment of mammoth meat cost? $29. I am way off. <laughs> Just a little bit. I mean, these aren't things that you see in your everyday I'm grocery really, store. <laughs> that is true. I'm really, glad, uh, I'm really glad this only cost me one point. <laughs> I feel like it's a three-point deficit <laughs> in my estimation. Clearly, the market on mammoth meat... <laughs> It's has come down over the years. Yeah. Just a little bit. Note to self, do not invest in mammoth meat or gold <laughs> toilet stocks, Brian. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> good, that's good to know. All right, Kevin is up two to one. Yes. So if you want to change your vote in the comments, do it now. <laughs> Wait a second. What? <laughs> Why would they change? They I have to win me. the next two in a row to win, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. I can't, All right. I can't miss. Not happening. That's true. All right, <laughs> moving into round four. What do we got today? A wearable life-size Iron Man suit. Okay. I saw this. Now, you got the, the mask. It's, it's mechanical, so the mask lifts. The, the, the chest piece lights up. It's legit. I feel like We're this is real. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like this is really unfair because I'm telling you right now, I can see one of these in Pastor Brian's closet. <laughs> He's got one. I would take one. He might have two. I don't have one, but I would take it. <laughs> so, so, Kevin, how much do you think this would cost? Wearable, complete, mm -hmm. complete set, armor set. Wow. You have marveled me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. So I'm gonna go with. That was rough. Uh, that was sad. Six hundred and seventy-six dollars. Six hundred and seventy-six dollars. Okay. Pastor, do you think it's higher? higher? <laughs> no hesitation. It's higher. All right. Put in the comments whether you think it's higher or lower before we put it up in like three point two seconds. What do you think? Higher or lower? Well, how much is a wearable Iron Man suit cost? It costs $9,898. Kevin's face. $9,000? $9,000. I'm telling you. People you will pay that. <laughs> and mammoth meat was 29 bucks. I mean, a I'd rather have a fragment of a mammoth than a whole... What was he again? Our I feel man? like I oh, could man, make that's that super suit, but I could never make mammoth meat. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's a good point. You can never and make that's why he's me. the pastor. Just say it. <laughs> All right. Well, you're, you're gaming. Right now it's three to two, correct? It's two to two. No, two to two. Oh, it's this tied. This is it. This, this is, is it. it. It's down this to is, this final piece. This is where when you chose to give him the advantage at the beginning, mm -hmm. it's really coming into play. Right? So it is. Thanks for that.
You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's our final item of the day. This is my favorite one. You'll see why. Pills that turn your poop gold. Yes! Pills that make your poop gold. Yes! So you're prepared to poop in the gold commode. Amen. Wow. So wow. do you, wait I, a second, do you, wait, do you flush this? Is it alchemy or just paint? No, it, it's actual, there's actual 24 karat gold fragments. In, there's actual fragments? In yeah, it? in the pills. <laughs> <laughs> when I said random. Sorcery! <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, wait, wait, wait. I, <laughs> How many pills come in said packet? That might be helpful. That it would be helpful. <laughs> but you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have that oh, information. God. There could be a thousand pills. I, I would say maybe five. Let's just go with that. I'm picturing, wait a second. Let's I'm, see the I'm, picture again. Just yeah, show us ahead. the picture. I'm picturing the laboratory technician <laughs> that gets, gets a pile of your, of your poop sample and is trying to figure out How what I type of illness one? does this guy have. <laughs> That's true. That, yeah. So in the picture, that, there's, there's four pills that on that. poor plumber that had to come <laughs> unstop that golden toilet. <laughs> <laughs> gold, gold mammoth meat. <laughs> this is right. horrible. Buddy, you did this. I did do this, and I'm super proud of it. All right, I'm Pastor. seeing a theme here, buddy. There is a theme, and I'm, I'm just now realizing it. <laughs> but it's okay. okay. This is like How the much? Midas segment. Golly. Mm -hmm. Very nice. All right, I'm going to go with... Um, let's say I'm going to go with $3,000. $3,000 for pills that turn your poop gold. Yes. All right, Kevin, do you think it's higher or lower? The whole game right comes here. down to this. No Everyone, pressure. Put it, put it in the comments whether you think it's higher or lower than $3,000. I feel this question in my bowels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go lower, lower, lower than three thousand dollars. All right, buddy the knows at game. this moment who has won. Oh, and I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do do. I gold do do. How much? You're golden. How much do the pills? That give you golden doo-doo cost. <laughs> they cost $425. Kevin, Kevin, you did it! No wiki with the win. Well I took done. out a right. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. right. My price was wrong. Was I have been redeemed. <laughs> all right. Thank Aren't you. you. Gold you toilet today. redemption. Gold toilet redemption. <laughs> Well, everyone, thank you for joining us to the, uh, for the game formerly known as The Price is Right, now known as The, <laughs> the Price, Price is New Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us today. Uh, we're going we're gonna to move on to our next segment, but thank you for joining us for The Price Amen. is Right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Welcome to what's the word we hope that you really enjoyed the price is 
Well, right. It really makes me curious about what Buddy does at home that he he found all these things. I'm assuming it didn't take him a long time to find them. It doesn't take him a long time. <laughs> <laughs> We're really excited about today. But before we go ahead and get started, we always want to start our What's the Word with a confession that comes from the Word of God. So today's confession, let's say these things together, declare, prophesy over our lives, and then we're going to dive in. So today's confession, confession number one. And join your voice with ours, and just let's declare the things of God. We walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. We walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. Nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing left on the table. We receive every bit of what Jesus paid for. Amen. Amen. Go ahead right now and take the time to share the broadcast if you haven't done it already. It's going to be such a great day. And as you saw in the title, we're not doing the man who would be king today. I know. Whoa. People, wow. I know. Whoa. <laughs> I know. After like 60, what? 61 segments mm -hmm. of the man who would be king taking a detour. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but we will be back with an installment of it tomorrow. But the Lord just has spoken something to our spirits this morning. We just wanted to share it with you. And so make sure that you share the broadcast. And I, before we get started, thank you all for being on Aww. today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I love them. Marky and Serena are on the worship team here at the church. We get to work together a lot, and they are yeah. two of my favorite people, and I love them bunches and bunches. Aww. We love you, too. Aww, and all the guys just were like, like <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Grunting. Steak. Uh, guns. Beef jerky. Yeah. The outdoors. I'm just drawing a blank on everything. Camo. Pine trees. <laughs> uh, killing bears. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to think of all the do type things. Video games. Buy. Army. Uh, Jack Bauer. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> are we Shoot good now? Are we, are we good? Are we okay? Do you feel okay? I feel okay. We've balanced the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So today we are talking about it's time to awaken. And here at Boomerang, we've been talking about it's time for an awakening for yeah. months. Yep. Uh, for those of you who may or may not know, just to give a very quick foundation, you can actually go to Boomerang Church's Facebook page or its YouTube channel, and you can watch all of the parts of the It's Time for an Awakening series. But um, if you haven't heard it, then here's basically where the Lord gave this series from. Back in March, March? I think it was in March, either in March or the end of February. Pastor had just gotten back from Africa. He'd been out of the country for about a month. And when he got up to speak that Sunday morning, the Lord just spoke something in the spirit. And he heard the Lord say, it's time for an awakening. And he heard it strongly. He came in on Sunday intending to preach something different. And the Holy Spirit had different plans. And so he started preaching, it's time for an awakening. Two days later, he was going through old messages that he had, and I had sent him a message back 
a month and a half, a month and a, a over a month ago of a note that I had had during prayer. You know, we have 6 a.m. prayer here at the church. And um, during prayer one morning, I had had the Lord had given me a vision. And in the vision, what I'd seen is I'd seen the earth and it was covered with total darkness. Like there was some substance that looked like dark oil covering it from the top of the earth to the bottom. And I was looking at this vision with Jesus and this moment that the entire earth was covered with darkness. I saw Jesus take a match and it was lit and he threw it. And as he threw it, it landed at what looked to be the eastern seaboard of the United States. And the moment that that match touched the earth, the entire earth was just engulfed in fire and it burned from the top to the bottom, from the bottom to the top. There wasn't a place where the fire of God didn't touch it. And immediately, as soon as that happened, it's like the vision pulled back and I was back in heaven with Jesus and he stood up off of the throne and he sat looking at the earth pointing. He stood up and said, it's time. So, you know, when the Lord says something, it's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if the Lord repeats it, <laughs> it's equally important. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's that much more important because the Lord doesn't mince words. Yeah. And as we've gone through this series, like there have been things like words that the Lord given pastor years ago that says it's time, it's time, it's time, it's yeah. time mm -hmm. in the word. Like you go through and. I didn't realize that the word awaken was in the Bible yes. <laughs> like, nearly as much as it was. Pastorally preaching, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like, yeah. I didn't know that was there. Yeah. But it's, the Lord just keeps speaking it. It's time. Yeah. It's time. And so right now, just put it in the comments and just say, it's time. Because mm -hmm. it is. It's time for an awakening. And today we're going to be talking about that. But before we hop into um, our scriptures, do you have anything that the Lord's been telling y'all about? the awakening or it's time or anything before we dive in it's just it's so exciting like <laughs> i i've tried to tell this story of this of, that you're what god showed you and yeah. what god showed pastor brian and stuff and even when i've tried to tell it there have been times where it's like it's almost hard to say the words without crying tell the story without crying sometimes because there's such an anointing behind it and it's from the lord yeah um it's so exciting it, it really is. And like, even when my dad was here, he said, I, yeah. have, I have a message for you guys. It's, it's a simple one. And he's like, it's time. Yep. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. And the church like sat up. They're like, Whoa. <laughs> what's so cool though, is, is it's, it's a time like has never been before. Yeah. It's easy to look back at different revivals or things that's happened in the history, in history. And they're amazing. They're so, it's so powerful. And all these things have happened and stuff. And to look at each revival that's happened in the world so far and to know what's about to happen is so much bigger right. than yeah. any of that. It's, it's like, yeah. whoa, you know. Yeah. I remember pastor sharing about um, Smith Wigglesworth talking to a young preacher and the preacher was telling him, you know, how, awesome to see yeah. everything that you've seen and Smith Wigglesworth said no I God's shown me things yeah. that are going to happen and I'm envious of you and of yeah. the next generations who are going to see this end time revival because it is far greater than yeah. what I've seen, yeah. even seen and so for Smith Wigglesworth to say something like yeah. that that's pretty big I'd say <laughs> <laughs> well and and here's it like what what the girls just said we have a part to play in this like it's not just something 
that we are going to read in a book someday. Like this is something that we're about to live out. Right. And it's time, you know, if you are part of the body of Christ, it's time for us to be awakened. It's time for us to recognize our place that we have in the awakening. And pastor said this for a few weeks now, you know, revival It'll, it'll revive a body. Like, it'll wake a body mm -hmm. back up, and awakening changes a culture. Right. And what we're going to see and what you are going to be a part of yeah. as you choose today to wake up mm -hmm. and and really just grab a hold of this, you're going to be a part of a culture change. Right. You're going to be a part of a movement that brings in souls for Jesus. That's who you get to be during this time. Mm -hmm. And so as we, as we kind of dive into some of these things, you know, one of the scriptures that pastor has been um, talking about that I didn't realize the word awakening was in was <laughs> Romans 13 verse 11. And it says, do this knowing the time. What time are we in right now? You know, it's darker than it's I've ever seen it. Like I, I, I truly, I hoped that I would get to be a part of like the last moments before Jesus came back. I never like necessarily believed I would be, mm -hmm. you know, but it's easy to see. Like there's so much darkness mm -hmm. in the world. What time are we living in? You know, so yeah. Romans uh, 13, 11, do this knowing the time that it is already the hour for you to awaken from sleep. For now, salvation is nearer to us than when, than when we believed. It's time for us to awaken from sleep. It's time for us to awaken from sleep. And really, like one of the things that pastors preached is that the church is a giant, but it's been sleeping. And it's time for the body to understand mm -hmm. that we have a power that comes from the Lord. We are called to be a giant. We are called to do amazing things for God. But if we just keep hitting the snooze button, we'll never be that, mm -hmm. that giant that is full of power, not a Goliath. We're the giant of God. We're his body. And it's time for us to wake up in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I've been processing through is how how do you start that process yeah. to wake up? And one thing that Pastor Brian uh, said this past Sunday is it's a promise that yeah. whoever God promises to fill those who are hungry. Mm -hmm. So there's a matter of God, give me this hunger, give me yeah. this desire. But then there's also the walking it out. Like when yeah. we're, it's early in the morning, we don't want to get up at 536 in the morning. It's a decision we have whether yeah. we're going to push this like snooze or if we're going to choose to get up and do yeah. everything that we do. So it's a matter of getting ourselves disciplined yeah. in what we know to do because then that's when the hunger is going to come, just yep. like eating healthy. I'm not going to crave celery or oranges or whatever I need to eat unless I start doing it. And then yeah. my craving for cake or all the pastries from Amelie's, I'm not going to crave that as much, you know? As much. As much. I'll still have that craving, that sweet tooth, but <laughs> hopefully I'll crave celery a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's understanding who we are. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to, we're going to, I believe, unless the Lord changes that we're going to go into Daniel three here in just a second. But in order to be awakened, we've got to know who we are. That's really where it starts. And you had, mm -hmm. you and I were talking last week and it's just it, every so often the Lord's brought it back up to me. The Lord showed you, you know, an aspect of who you're called to be. You know, you're called to be a, a passionate person yeah. and you didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
tell them about that. I, I just pointed about, like. <laughs> well, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Pastor Ryan was preaching and he talked about, he, he just mentioned passion and he, he was talking about getting passionate for the things of God and yeah. stuff. And, um, and he was talking about hunger and all these different things. And um, one thing that I, I hadn't really realized was I, for whatever reason, have had like a, uh, I haven't liked passion. I haven't liked the like the the emotion of it. The like it's almost felt like fake or almost felt exaggerated yeah. or whatever. It's it's felt like I don't know. So I've liked to just be comfortable and and still. And if I'm in a service or anything, yeah. to just be be comfy and just I'm I'm it's everything's kind of happening inside, but I'm good. And I haven't liked to be passionate or whatever. But the Lord showed me that uh, passion is a result of desire. Yeah. When you desire something, it makes you passionate. And if there's no passion, there's no desire, there's yeah. no hunger or anything. And um, so I, he started showing me the importance of that. And um, and it, it's one thing to like not want to be passionate because of what people think. That's one part of it. But it wasn't just that. It really was like me just being like, nah, I'm, I'm comfy. But it was, it was because there wasn't something burning on the inside. Yeah. And then recently it's just God's been kind of showing me, waking me up to what's mm -hmm. available to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's made something, you know, start to come alive in me. And it's come out on the outside as passion. It's, you can see it. You yeah. know, there's, there's a tangible difference mm -hmm. when someone is passionate. You're not yeah. going to be passionate and, and still right. and quiet. And um, so the Lord kind of showed me, like, that's good. Like, I want, and, and it's also connecting to your heart. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, I'm very, I'm very much a, is this right? Is this wrong? Black and white. But the Lord showed me, like, I want your heart behind this. Yeah. I want you to be passionate for me. But that means that your heart has to be in it. If your heart's yeah. not in it, there's going to be no passion. Yeah. Yeah. What's your why? And it really, as our eyes start to become enlightened, we, I think I've talked about it on here a few times. Ephesians 1.18, Paul's praying that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened right. so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. He is praying that our eyes would be opened, that we'd be able to see beyond, that we'd be able to understand on a greater level. And in order for us to be awakened, we've got to know what we're awakening to. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's kind of like if you're taking the kids to Disney World and they have no idea yeah. that they're going to Disney World, they're going to yeah. skip the whole yeah. car ride because yeah. they have no it's promise that they're waking up for. They're just like, well, it's a car ride. But yeah. if they know they're going to Disney World, they're not going to go to sleep because they're going to yeah. be so stoked about getting there. Yeah. So what, instead of sleeping, mm -hmm. we need to realize where's our destination? Yeah. Right. Where are we headed? And yeah. what's the promise when we get there? Mm -hmm. yeah. And when we start to allow the good things of God, the reality of his word to be true in us, mm -hmm. all of a sudden we can't help but be awake. Like yeah, right. it's not even like, I know I used to rent cars. So I'd have families come back from driving to Disney world and they'd be like, we made the mistake of telling the kids that they were going to Disney <laughs> and we thought they were going to sleep and they wouldn't sleep the whole time <laughs> because that yeah. excitement just mm -hmm. came out of them. They, they yeah. stayed awake, not even intentionally, but they're just so excited. It's like yeah. a kid at Christmas time. You know, you know, you're about to wake up the next morning to mm -hmm. presents and exciting yeah. food. And it's like the best day ever. You, you, 
it's, it's hard to fall asleep when you're that excited and you're that passionate. Yeah. That passion's got to be in you. Yeah. And when it's there, y- your body will physically start churning and yeah. be different. And ex- it's exactly what you're talking about. It's so easy, though, to hear things and agree and believe. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's in the Bible. I agree with that. But it not be a reality. Yeah. Not truly believe it. It's yeah. so... It, and um, so it's so important to like, uh, like grab it, like yeah. apply faith to it and actually mm-hmm. not just have it kind of go in one ear and out the other, yeah. but hearing these things and applying faith of this is true. Yeah. You know? right. yeah. And, you know, when we when we go through the Bible, I was thinking about it this morning. The people that we read about in the Bible, like the great heroes of the faith mm-hmm. that you see in Hebrews 11, mm-hmm. those are people that were awakened. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't sleeping. Those are people that had grabbed a hold of the reality of God. And awakening causes people to look at you. It causes people to be drawn toward you. It causes you to have an audience in, in, not in a spectator way, but they're drawn to you. You know, son of David, have mercy on me. That that caught Jesus's attention. You know, Buddy said it a few weeks ago. Like it's it's passion that deter. I don't think this is exactly what he said, but the hard the gist of it was like in a crowd of people. That's always the Mm -hmm. moment where you get to see who's passionate for Jesus. Like there were throngs of people that surrounded Jesus, but it was the woman who was passionate enough to push through to touch the hem of his garment. Mm Her passion caused her to push beyond what another person mm-hmm. had considered to be normal. It may be normal to sleep in the world's eyes. It may be normal to stay at home right now and go to online church. It may be normal to wear a mask here, there, everywhere. It may be normal to conform mm-hmm. to everything that the world is saying. But what does Jesus say to do? What does passion right. say to do? It may be normal to stay at home and quarantine yourself and never go interact with people. But passion goes and finds the law and leads them to Jesus. Passion goes and finds the sick and lays hands Mm -hmm. on them and sees them recover. Passion pushes you beyond what other people consider to be normal. Your passion for Jesus, it's said about Jesus that zeal for his father's house consumed him. It's one of my favorite verses because if zeal consumed Jesus, then I'm called to be zealous for the things of God. And it's important to understand what's God's why. You were talking yeah. about what's our why. And his why is souls. Yeah. You know, and Pastor was talking was preaching on it the other day. Uh, and he was asking, when you're believing God for something, is souls what you're believing yeah. for? And so we have to come to that point where our heart aches yeah. to think that, you know, every time every time our heart beats, there's somebody going to hell. And what's driving us? Because yeah. that's obviously what drives God. Yeah. 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 No, I I was talking to um, Buddy, right? he is, uh, he's not here today, and so I was talking to him yesterday, he wasn't mm-hmm. able to go to lunch with us, and I had announced which restaurant we were going to, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, you're going, you're going there again, are you? Like, joking with me, and I told him that I, I prefer that restaurant, mm-hmm. but I also told him that I was believing to lead the waitress to Jesus, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, and I knew it, like, the Lord had told me earlier that I needed to start believing to get, to get the waiters mm-hmm. saved, yeah. and I I went yesterday and I was looking for an opportunity Mm -hmm. and there was a girl that came in with a boot on her foot and I stood up. She was falling over. I helped catch her Mm -hmm. and like her foot, it was just hurting. 
but I was believing to be the light of God because for so long I've been asleep to souls. I've let other people do it. I've let other people be awakened in that area and I'll be awakened in prayer. I'll be awakened in revelation. I'll be awakened in the fun things and somebody else can go be the hands and feet and that's fine. But I committed to the Lord over a year ago that souls were going to be my heartbeat and I needed to pick that back up in a different way. The Lord then gave me an opportunity to minister to that girl, to pray for her. She wanted healing. I don't think she necessarily believed it would happen. She could feel the fire of God come in her foot. Wow. Like she she believed, she prayed, uh, she accepted Jesus as her savior. She got up, she started walking around. She was visibly upset before then. She's leaving with a wow. smile. Not me. It right. has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with the Lord being able to flow out of his vessels. And we're the only reason we're here on the earth is to be be his hands and feet. Jesus has done everything that he could do, but he wants to give us moments of opportunity that his blessing and his goodness yeah. and his mercy and his compassion and his healing can flow through our hands. Yeah. But we've got to be awake and alert to listen to him. Are we listening to him? Yeah. That's what we need to wake up to. Not just who we are, but who does God want mm -hmm. us to be? What does he want to do with us? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think for a lot of people like and for for me, it's it's been a, a not being awake to it has been because it's not seemed like I could do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it, like I don't if, if someone t tells you, hey, you can go lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Yeah. I don't know many people that would say, no, I'm good. I don't want to. I, I don't want to heal the sick. I yeah. don't. I just don't want to. Mm -hmm. I think for most people, they just feel like they like that's. I'm not capable of mm -hmm. that. Like God can't do that through me. I know God can do that. I know He can do it through other people, but not me. Yeah. You know, and that's been a something that people have to wake up to their righteousness yeah. right. and who they are called to be yeah. and and receive the fire of God and yeah. be able to to know that that's mm -hmm. in you yeah. right now, that that is in each and every believer, yep. that ability to be the hands and feet, yeah. like, like you said. Yeah. Well, I was listening to uh, Brother Jerry Savell this morning. If you haven't listened to this series called, or to the sermon called The Fourth Man, go look it up on YouTube. It's powerful. Um, but one of the things he said, and I quoted it on Facebook, God's willing and he's able. Yeah. God is willing and he's able. God is willing. But it's not just that he's willing, it's we've got to put that demand on he's able to do it. He wants to do it. He's willing to do it. He's able to do it. Mm -hmm. So many people will believe one or the other and yeah. not both. But God is willing and able to awaken you. God yeah. is willing and able to flow through you. Yeah. God is willing and able to give you wisdom. He's willing and able to be your Lord. He's willing and he's able. And yeah. when we let ourselves wake up to that revelation, we will be the unstoppable church that we're called to be. We will be the giant that then takes the land. We will be the people that rise up and see the greatness of God come upon the country, come upon the world in a way that it's never come before. But we've got to wake up first. The head is not the only part that's called to wake up. Yeah. If the head is the only thing that's called to wake up, then the body is paralyzed. Mm. If 
it's what it is. So if our head is awake and he is, our head is Jesus, but the body just remains mm. stiff, then either we're, the Lord has a paralyzed body or the body's forgotten how to work. Right. And it's time for our body, the body of Christ, us, me, it's time for us to start waking ourselves up. And it may feel weird, just like when your leg falls asleep, mm. it has those couple minutes of feeling funky when it gets back up, but it's time for us to work that out. It's mm -hmm. time for us to get up no matter what it feels like and to start being and doing the things God's yeah. called us to do. Yeah. It makes me think of Ezekiel 37 that pastor yeah. was preaching on. I feel like I'm just bringing up all of his messages. That's like great. this message, this message. Um, Ezekiel 37, when God tells uh, him, you speak, you prophesy, yeah. he needs us to do this work. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. Mm -hmm. Be, look, these are, if this is your first time ever hearing it, I said it at the beginning, but you can go to our, our Boomerang Facebook page. You can go to the Boomerang YouTube channel and you can watch all of these series, all the sermons that have been preached on the awakening and let that come inside of you because what's in you will come out. So if, if this is your first time hearing it, even if it's not, just be filled and then refill with it mm -hmm. so it comes out. But really quickly, you know, I was yesterday during, um, during service, pastor was praying for the fire of God. And as soon as he did, I, I heard the Lord say the fourth man. And I knew exactly what he was talking about. Um, it's that message that I mentioned earlier, the Jerry Savelle mm -hmm. message. Um, but it has to do with the story of Daniel and just an overview summary so that way we're not getting into every single scripture. Basically, King Nebuchadnezzar is this great mighty king. He's conquered, like he's he's over he's over the nation, and he's decided that he's going to create this great big golden statue because sure, why not? Um and he's decided that everybody's gotta worship it. You know, everybody has to do this whether they want to or not. Yeah. Everybody's got to. It's a mandate. It's a law. It's a rule. The governors say it. The senators say it. Legislation says it. Everybody says it. You've got to do it, whether it's right or whether it's wrong. It does it sound does familiar. familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but here's this law. Everybody does it. And so everybody was doing it, except for three men. These mm -hmm. three men that came up before King Nebuchadnezzar. Wow, there's so many similarities. I'm choosing not to get into them. But... You know, here are these tattletales that come up before King Nebuchadnezzar, mm -hmm. and they're whistleblowers, basically, and are like, hey, these three aren't doing it. They're not obeying your statutes. They're not doing what you've told them to do. And so King Nebuchadnezzar gets all sorts of mad. He brings them in before them, and he's like, okay, is it true that you're not going to do this? I'll give you the ability. You can do it right now, and if you do it, it'll be well with you. All yeah. you've got to do is bow before this golden statue. That's all you've got to do. I've decided it's important. I want you to do it. We are living in a world where people are trying to shove and conform all sorts of different things. This is good. This is bad. This is right. This is wrong. Live this way. Don't live this way. Do these things and it'll be well with you. That's the world right. we're living in right now. Yeah. And so many people are just blindly doing it, not seeking truth in scripture, mm -hmm. but just obeying. Mm -hmm. And while we need to respect our governing authorities, there's also an ultimate governing authority. Mm -hmm. And his yeah. name is Jesus. And it's the word of God. Yeah. And so these men, 
these men knew their Lord. Yeah. Yeah. They were awakened, you know, an awakening. As I'm reading through it, this is what the Lord told me. Put this in the comments. An awakening leads to boldness. Mm. Yeah. You can also put it down like Marky said it. An awakening leads to passion. Right. An awakening leads you to be bold. And so in the face of their king, the word tells you that when you're persecuted and you're put before kings, not to worry, the Lord will fill your mouth. Yeah. And so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do, not, um, yeah, we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter. Because here's what he said. If you don't do this, if you don't bow, then you're going to burn. If you don't bow, then you're going to burn. That's what he said. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, if you do bow, then you will burn. Yeah. Maybe mm -hmm. not here on the earth. But bowing to the things of the world leads to burning in eternity. We're yeah. not called to bow. We're called to stand before the king. We're called to yeah. come boldly before his throne. We're called to be great men and women of God. Right. Not because yeah. we're great, but because the Lord is great and he lives in us and yeah. flows through us. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego hear his threats. You know, if you don't do this, you're not going to be allowed to travel. You don't do this, you're not going to be allowed to do X, Y, Z. You know, you need to get this. You don't need to, whatever it is. You've got to be quiet on social media. You've got to make sure you stay politically correct. You've got to do all these things to make sure that people like you. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter. If it be so, basically... If what you say is true and God can't deliver us, if it's so, our, like it or no, if it's so and you throw us in the fire, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire and he will deliver us out of your hand. But even if he doesn't, let it be known to you that we are not going to serve your gods or worship the golden mm -hmm. image that you have set up. Even if God were not to deliver us, we're never going to bow to what you're telling us to. There's a boldness that came upon them. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's a boldness. There's an uncompromising faith. When you're awakened, it, there's an uncompromising faith that comes upon mm -hmm. you. That can be the next thing you put in. Yeah. When you're awakened, put it in the comments. When you're awakened, an uncompromising faith comes upon yeah. you. They're not willing to compromise the word of God. They're not willing to bow before something they knew was wrong. They were uncompromising in the word. Right, right. It makes me think um, in most areas of life, we need to have a balance. Yes. You know? And it can be easy, especially uh, I've processed through this a lot. Um, I want to be so balanced and I want to please yeah. people and stuff. But the word of God says that without faith, it's impossible to please yeah. God. So that's the one thing I am not going to have any balance for that, even if it's, you know, labeled extreme faith, whatever yeah. it is, I'm going to have faith because without that faith, it is impossible to please yeah. him. And uh, yeah, you don't need any balance for that. Yeah. Yeah. So after, if you, what, do you have the NKJV? I have NLT. Have? Uh, will you read uh, verse 19? Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. Then he ordered some of the strongest men of his army yeah. to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So they tied them up and threw them into the furnace, fully yeah. dressed in their pants, turbans, robes, and other garments. And because the king, in his anger, had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in. Yeah. 
So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. Yeah, so the men that then bound them, they were destroyed, but mm. not the other three. Mm-hmm. You know, being awakened leads to God defending you. Right. When you're awakened, God's your defender. You don't have to start defending yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to start protecting yourself because you know that he will deliver you out of it all. Yeah. He will deliver us out of your hand, O king, was their cry. They knew mm-hmm. God is my deliverer. God mm-hmm. is my protector. See, their awakening, them being awakened led to others noticing it. Mm-hmm. It led to them being put before the king. It led to them declaring that we're not going to bow. We're not going to bend. We're not going to do it. And it led to the Lord starting to protect them. Mm -hmm. It led to them having an audience of the king. You know, it's not like this is in some back alley. This is the king that this is in front of. The person who is able to proclaim law. He's able to make decisions that people have to follow. And before the king, the Lord is about to demonstrate who he is. Mm -hmm. Who are you called to demonstrate in front of? Who are you Mm -hmm. called to stand in front of? Think of what the Lord could do. Maybe you see it right now. Maybe you not. Maybe you don't. However, do you think Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego thought when they woke up that morning, well, I'm going to be bound up before the king and I'm going to get thrown into a furnace. It's going to be super exciting, barely an inconvenience. (laughs) And it's going to, no, they didn't know. But an awakening causes you to be put into position to give glory to God so that his ability to deliver and to be who he's called Mm -hmm. to be can shine through. He doesn't put you in that furnace. God didn't put them in that furnace. God was in no way, shape, or form sending them to the furnace. He had everything to do with the deliverance that Mm -hmm. came to them. Everything to do with it. He didn't send them, but he sure delivered them. And that's the same for you. If you're being persecuted, if if you have had the fear of persecution Mm -hmm. come upon you for being awakened, do do not fear. Be bold and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Take no thought. Take no fear. The Lord is able to deliver you out of everything. Yeah. Everything. So here are these guards, the strongest men in his army that had tied them, bound them, threw them in the fire, and then, whoopsie, they're dead. So, but not the other three. Yeah. So will you keep going? Yeah. I love the Barrett version. Verse 24. But suddenly Nebuchadnezzar jumped yeah. up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, <laughs> didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the <laughs> furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did. They replied, look, Nebuchadnezzar (laughs) shouted, I see four men unbound walking around in the fire unharmed, and the fourth looks like a god. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wherever you are, whatever that furnace may be in your life, Mm -hmm. God is with you in the midst of it, and God is delivering you out of it all, out of it all. An awakening causes you to abide in the fire Mm -hmm. of God. Mm Mm-hmm. To abide in his fire. He is the all-consuming fire. See, what they didn't understand is they thought that they were throwing Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to their death in the fire, Mm. not realizing that they themselves carried a fire because they were representative of the king of kings, who he himself is an all-consuming fire. So when you join two fires together, one doesn't put out the other. They instead join and blaze in a blaze of glory that is unprecedented. And that's what happened. Nebuchadnezzar 
they're automatically withdrawn to the fire they were in, not because they were being consumed, but because their fire was immediately changing culture. Yeah. That's what an awakening will do. Your fire causes you to abide in an everlasting fire that will never be put out. Yeah. Never. So then they are, oh, the gate where the, where the fire was, the furnace door is opened. They come out. They weren't singed. They weren't burned. They didn't even smell like the fire they had been thrown in. They didn't look like the world. They didn't smell like the world. They didn't look like death. They had nothing of that attached to them. They were full of the glory of God. And it led to Nebuchadnezzar praising their God. What will your awakening do for you? You're called to be awakened. I'm called to be awakened. Their awakening shifted everything for them. Mm -hmm. God delivered them because they were awakened. See, it tells us in James that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So if half of you wants to be awakened and half of you wants to sleep, it's going to be really unfortunate. Because that unstableness, it's just, it's terrible. It's a terrible mm-hmm. place to be in. But when we decide to go all in with God, when we decide to be awakened, to be woke up to the things of God, all of a sudden the miraculous starts to flow. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden people start to notice, like you're talking about the passion that's come on. People start to get unexpected checks in the mail, not because God, that's the only way for God to bless, but because God blesses his covenant people. He protects them. He cares for them. He provides for Mm -hmm. them. And all it takes is for us to wake up to who we are Mm -hmm. and to not compromise. Yeah. Not compromise. In the name of Jesus, for every person watching, let an uncompromising faith mm-hmm. come upon them. Yeah. An uncompromising faith. Yeah. A faith that stands in the face of adversity. Mm-hmm. A faith that rises up. Let that faith come upon mm-hmm. every person in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I love about that is God had, what comes up to me is, God had a supernatural solution for them. Yeah. So it's time to get out of the natural thinking, naturally thinking, yeah. how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? Or whatever. It, God has supernatural solutions right. that are not our normal. It's not normal to go into the fire and not be burned up, not even smell like smoke. Yeah. But it was God's normal. Mm-hmm. And it's time to walk in God's yeah. supernatural yeah. normal. Yeah. And you you said it. I was thinking about it the whole time. God is the all-consuming fire. And because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had gone through that process of allowing God to purify them and make them holy, uh, they weren't burned in the fire because they had allowed God to do that discipline in them so that by the time they did uh, come across this challenge, this persecution, they weren't even phased by it. Yeah, pastor says it all the time. I'm going to paraphrase it, you know, in the middle of the battle is not the time to load the weapon. Right. Like you don't wait until you're in the middle of a battle or or of a difficulty mm-hmm. before you load your gun. Like right. you've got to go in prepared. And we're getting to a point, church, you know, for every person watching, we're getting to a point where it's going to be too late to decide to load up. Mm-hmm. We've got to load up now. We've got to prepare now. Mm-hmm. It's time for an awakening now. It's The Lord didn't say tomorrow it'll be time. It's time now. Yeah, yeah. It's time now. It's time now. Yeah. Now. Yep. Yeah. It's time for me, 
It's time for us. Yeah. It's time for you. It's time. Yeah. There is such a potential inside of you. There's a destiny inside of you because you serve a Lord who knew you before he even formed you. And his destiny is waiting to be unfold. But we've got to wake up to it. It's time yeah. now. You have a part to play. The Lord reserved you specifically for this yeah. moment. Specifically. He could have placed you in any other moment in history. But he decided that you watching, you on your couch, you in your office at work, you even in the bathroom watching this. Whoever you are, wherever you're watching it from, everybody in this room, everybody driving who's listening to this down the road, yeah. God chose for you to live now. Right. Yeah. Now, we are in the last moments of the last seconds of the last day before Jesus returns. And he's waiting. He's waited all this time to do the awakening that he's shown us. And he wants you to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. But we've got to choose it. We've got to choose to be awakened. So if that's you, if as we're talk talking, you've realized, I'm called to speak to some dry bones. I'm called to prophesy and see things live. I'm called to be a passionate person. I want the Lord to deliver me. If as you've been, as we've been talking, the Lord's been drawing you and you realize, I probably haven't been as awake as I would like to be. Same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But today's a new day. Yeah. Today's a new moment. And right now, we're going to wake up together. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, let this be the alarm clock that allows you to sit up and rise up in bed and be who we're called to be right now. Yeah. So for everyone watching, just pray this with me and let's together decide that it's time to wake up. Yep. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this moment. And we thank you, Lord, that your love for us is so big and so strong Thank you that you decided long ago that we were your people and you were our God. Lord, we repent for ever having slumbered, for ever having slept. Lord, just like those in the garden that slept when Jesus was praying and he said, could you not stay up for another hour and pray with me? God, wake us up. Mm -hmm. Wake us up. Let us not sleep on the things of God. Let us not sleep while Jesus is praying. Let us not sleep while Jesus is moving. Let us not be asleep while the Holy Ghost does a massive awakening through this world. Let us be awakened. Yeah. And just with me, let's pray this yeah. together and just say, Jesus, Jesus. I wake up now. I wake up now. Help me be awake. Help me be awake. Show me the things that have caused me to sleep. That have caused me to sleep. Give me a distaste. Give me a distaste for the things of the world. For the things of the world. And help me to hunger. And help me to hunger for the things of God. For the things of God. I believe. I believe that Jesus, you died for me. That Jesus, you died for me. I believe. I believe that you rose again. That you rose again. And I believe 
believe I'm raised up with you. And I, I believe, believe I'm raised up with you. I believe that you're seated on the throne. I believe that you're seated on the throne. I believe that you're awakened. I believe that you're awakened. And today, and today, I look like you. I look like you. I wake up. I wake up. I will not sleep. I will not sleep. I will be. I will be a part. A part of this end time movement. Of this end time movement. I win souls. I win souls. Souls are my heart. Souls are my heart. Souls are what fuel me. Souls are what fuel me. You are my source. You are my source. I look to you. I look to you. I follow your leading. I follow your leading. I wake up today. I wake up today. And Jesus, and Jesus, you are able. You are able. And you are willing. And you are willing. And I put my faith and my trust in you. And I put my faith and my trust in you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And Lord, for every person who prayed that and meant that with their heart, your word says that those who seek you with their whole heart yeah. shall find you. God, today, let your presence fall in their home. Let it fall in their work. Yeah. Let it, as they're driving down the road, God, just fill up their car with the presence mm -hmm. of God. Let them find you in a way that they've never found you before. Let them experience your love. Let them experience your power. Let them experience your strength. And in the name of Jesus, I ask Holy Spirit that you fall upon each and every single one of them. Just ask and say, Jesus, baptize me with the Holy Ghost and fire. Fill me to the overflow. And Holy Spirit, do it. Fill them, God. Fill them up and let boldness come upon them. The same boldness that led to Peter preaching to the 3,000. Mm -hmm. And they saw 3,000 coming into yeah. the kingdom that day. The same boldness that led Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego mm -hmm. to stand on their uncompromising faith in the word of God. To, that allowed them to stand on the character and nature of Abba, Father, Jehovah. Lord, give us that boldness. Mm -hmm. Give it to us, God. Give it to every person watching mm -hmm. under the sound of our our voice mm -hmm. give it to them in Jesus name make them to be bold preachers of the yeah. gospel wherever they are in Walmart in Aldi in McDonald's in Chick-fil-a wherever they go at the grocery store at the movie wherever they are God give them that boldness to be your hands and yeah. your feet bold ministers of the gospel yeah. mighty mighty preachers mm -hmm. in Jesus name Amen. Amen. And if that was you today, if you could, if the Holy Spirit was just working on your heart and as we prayed, you know, I needed that and I meant that with my whole heart. Then just in the comments, put up emoji praise hands. You know, we want to rejoice with you mm -hmm. and we're just excited because if you're awakened and I'm awakened and they're awakened, then we're doing what we're called to yeah. do. We just praise God for you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. No. God's good. Well, as we wrap up today, we always want to give you an opportunity to sow. So right now we are going to put up our, um, our graphic that lets you know how to do that as people are putting in the comments, you know, their praise hands that God is moving in their life. We see that right now, Holly. Amen. Mm -hmm. God is so good. And he cares about you. He cares about you. You know, it's not just... You're not just there for others. You're there because God loves you mm -hmm. and he wants to bless you. And giving is an opportunity for you to be about God's heart because God is about your heart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as you, the word tells us that we're blessed to be a blessing. 
God wants to bless you so that you can then bless others. But he blesses you first. You know, that's his heart is he wants you blessed. Pastor Brian said it yesterday. God cares about your profit. God cares about that. Mm-hmm. He wants you to profit. Yeah. And his way to make that happen is sowing and reaping. Mm-hmm. As long as the earth remains, so shall seed, time, and harvest. It's all a part of it. Yeah. Seed, time, and harvest. And so what you have in your hand right now, you may think it's big. You may think it's small. But it doesn't matter what it may look like. What matters is what we do with it. You know, a mustard seed is so puny looking, but you sow that thing and a harvest comes up that's so much bigger than the seed ever was. See, God cares about you. And his word says that he gives seed to the sower. He gives seed to those he knows who will plant it. With those who are faithful and little, they'll be made ruler over much. Mm -hmm. So whether it looks like it's a little thing or a big thing, he's made you ruler over it. What are you going to do with that seed? Here at What's Right, we're not, we're not saying that we're the end-all, be-all of ministry forever and ever, but we are good ground to sow into. We're a soil that's about souls. That's our heart. That's our passion. That's our vision. It's souls. Mm-hmm. Everything we do is about souls. So when you sow into, the, into this ministry, you're sowing into souls. Right, yeah. And what happens when you plant a seed? You then get a crop. You get a harvest. And so if I plant an apple seed, I'm then going to get an apple tree. Like I don't just have one little apple that pops up like on, I don't know, Mario Brothers or something. (laughs) Like it's not just like it's you don't just get the one, you get the tree. (laughs) You get a tree. And in that tree, there are other apples. Inside of one apple, there's so many other seeds. And inside of those seeds are so many other apple trees. Mm-hmm. That's how he works. He, he may have one in your hand right now. Yeah. He may have 50,000 in your hand right now. Our mission is to plant it. It's to sow it. It's to do what God's told us to do with it. So that way we can then reap that much more. Mm-hmm. To then sow that much more. To then reap that much more. Yeah. It's in tandem. But he does it because he cares about you. It's a system that he has set up for you to prosper so that others may prosper through you. You're blessed to be a blessing. You're blessed to be a blessing. And part of this awakened last time, end time harvest, it's going to require finances. It's going to require funding. But glory to God, he gives seed to the sower. He sends seed to the sower. One of the greatest, one of my favorite things that Pastor Brian will talk about is one day he wanted to give and he had checked his pockets. He had checked his wallet. He had checked his bag. Like he checked everything. Like he had checked and then double checked and then triple checked. And the Lord told him to check his pocket one more time. Mm -hmm. And he did. And there was a penny in it. Mm -hmm. The Lord put a penny in his pocket. Yeah. Now a penny may not look like much. And some of you may not believe it, but the Lord cares enough about your heart that if you purpose yourself to sow, he's going to give you a seed to sow. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see the Lord move in you and through your finances, this is how we do it. If you want to be a farmer, you've got to plant. Yeah. If you want to be a reaper, you've got to be a sower. Yeah. And so we just have this time of giving for you, not for us 
for you. We care about you. We want to see the Lord move in your finances, move in your life in this way. And so this is open for you. If you feel the Lord drawing you to give, then give. If you don't, then don't. But be obedient to him because he is the director of your life. And if he calls the shots, you will never fail. Mm -hmm. You'll never ever fail. And I see some people giving. You're welcome to. If you are on Facebook, you can do hashtag donate. You can also, for any platform, you can go to givebc.org and you can give on there. We're also looking to expand our giving options. But you know, if you're looking to send a check, you can do that as well. You, you would send it to Boomerang Church. You can make it out to the What's Right Ministry, but you'd send it to Boomerang Church and that's P.O. Box 1515. Albemarle, North Carolina, 28002. You're welcome to do that too. But we just want to be a ground that you're able to sow into for your sake. And so for every person that's given today, Lord, may their finances be abundantly blessed, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Let it come back to them. Let them be blessed to be a blessing. Let there be men and women that through the seed sown today, let them receive a hundredfold. Yeah. Let the men and women who sow today with a heart of cheerful, faithful obedience, God, in the name of Jesus, we call their finances blessed. They will never again be the borrower. They will only be the lender. In Jesus' name, based off of the seed sown today, they will only be the lender and never the borrower. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that there are men and women that you are raising up to fund this end time movement of the Lord. We thank you that there are those who are funding souls, not that we pay for souls, but they're funding the resources needed mm -hmm. to reap souls into the kingdom. And we thank you for them. Let a mighty blessing come upon them and may the anointing for increase come upon every person who sows today mm -hmm. in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, we love you. I'm glad y'all were on. That was fun. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I said you're welcome like it's something I did. <laughs> we're so happy that you're here. And tomorrow is going to be another great day. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow we are going to be having our Bible trivia. We are going to be doing a time of prayer. And it's just going to be such a good day. Tomorrow's also Will It Muffin. I have no idea what food we're eating tomorrow. Marky is in charge of that segment, and it always makes me a smidge nervous. Um, but we're going to be eating muffins tomorrow. Yeah. Who knows? Muffins good. Mm, good. <laughs> but it's going to be great. We just thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow, 1145. We love you. Be blessed in Jesus' name.